So let's jump right into today's podcast. I'm joined by Melissa here, who was nice enough to say yes when I said, hey, do you think your your husband will mind being on the air? You know, you've already heard her mom, who's about to be a fresh grandmother. How about her husband, who's going to be a dad for the very first time? So thank you for hooking this all up. Well, and I can say yes all I want, but I came home and I was like, so? <laughs> but he was like, yeah, no problem. I mean, he's a lot more comfortable with being able to, you know, openly talk about things like this. So, you know, okay. he was more willing to do it than I thought. Plus, we talked about Netflix accounts because coming up in March, they're going to start to crack down on the password sharing. So we talked about all that and a second date update that had to deal with a girl who was embarrassed because of a kiss cam scenario at an Orlando Magic game. Yeah, and also uh, we finally got to find out what Garth Brooks' tattoo was that he promised his daughter he would finally get. It's it's a lot bigger than we thought. (laughs) Let's get into it. Okay, so today we come up in here, a little bit of inspiration with the nation's song as we start off uh, K92.3's mornings with the national anthem. Can we give it out to those of you who do property management? I say that as I was looking at a story of, uh, you know, just one of these big condo communities. And uh, though I'm not talking about condos, I'm talking about like places where you have to, you know, basically uh, uh, pay the rent. You know, I used to live in an apartment back in, in... Man, 99 when I first moved out here and there were the ladies down in the apartment office that I'd have to go down and you pay make your rent payment I mean I'm sure things are different now but somebody's got to maintain the property somebody's got to make sure that the janitor gets out to the areas to maintain I don't know maintenance has got to be called whenever your AC doesn't work well even um, even people who own houses that call in property management companies there's a reason that people hire them because it's the harder job and some I'd, I'd rather if I was running a house I'd rather yeah. just pay somebody to do that job. Yeah. So it's it's definitely not easy to deal with the other end of renters, regardless of if it's in an apartment or a house or whatever. Well, and then to, to keep level heads too, especially like, uh, you know, when we went through the pandemic and some people couldn't make rent payment and whatnot. So anyways, to those of you who do this for a living from K92.3, thank you so much for what you do. It's OB, Melissa. This is K92.3, Orlando's number one for new country. Today's going to be a little bit warmer. I think the high is going to be in the 80s. So be prepared for that. Oh, oh well, and then it's going to dip again so yeah and i feel like it got into the 80s yesterday it was warm in the afternoon (laughs) yeah okay so in a little bit here melissa are you okay do you have your husband prepared to be on the radio yes he well as prepared as he can be not many people can just easily talk on the radio (laughs) but uh yeah so we've already experienced melissa's mom who's gonna be a grandmother for the very first time i'm gonna have melissa's husband here who's gonna be a dad for the very first time uh as a matter of fact any of you dads who want to call in and be like hey so uh he needs to watch out for this watch out for that we'll have that conversation with him here in another 10 minutes okay so uh really quickly i wanted to get to garth brooks so so we're really tight with garth brooks uh, garth brooks's camp uh, to the point that yesterday we had this opportunity to get uh, what Garth inked all over his body. Remember that he, he made a deal with his daughter uh, to go ahead and get a, a, his tattoo, well, first tattoo ever. a few years ago that he made this deal with her. It was he, he had made the deal because he had booked all of those shows in Ireland. The ba- that was like five shows back to back. Yeah. And they ended up all getting canceled, so he thought he could get out of getting the tattoo. And his daughter was like, uh-uh, I don't care if the shows happen or not. You booked them, people bought them. Just because you didn't play them doesn't mean you can't get the tattoo. <laughs> so he finally got the tattoo, and we've kind of been waiting, you know, as far as like, hey, well, want to see this thing, want to see how much, uh, how much, uh, I was going to say how much square footage of his body, but it's not square feet. Uh, but anyways, I, how much room it took. So we've got Garth talking about his first tattoo ever, 
right now. Left chest, left back sleeve, and the design is all about just ivy, because my mom was a green thumb, my oldest daughter's a green thumb, and it has the dates in my life of the people that have made me want to live this life, so I never understood it, but having your three girls by your side the rest of your life, it's like you know they're going to be there anyway, but it's pretty cool to have it in ink, so... It's neat. Man, so what a gnarly tat. It takes from his chest to his shoulder to his sleeve. Hey, first tattoo and you go entire front shoulder, entire (laughs) back, entire arm. Yeah, you know what I wanted to hit on, though, is those tattoos that mean something to you, right? Right now, you're listening to me right now, and if you've got certain tattoos, uh, you know, I'll I'll be honest. One of the first things that I love to do, especially when I see people with tattoos, is I will ask, can I touch? Like, can I grab your arm? Just because I... (laughs) I, I know it sounds weird, but I want to see the detail. Like, I'm, I'm a big fan of tats. I'm a big fan of the artwork that goes behind it, the the steady hands, uh, you know, when you're dealing with a needle with ink and something that's going to be permanent on somebody's body. Mm-hmm. And so I, I like to look at the different artwork because there's so many different tattoo artists. But anyways, uh, I, I asked Melissa in here, I said, are you okay talking about your tattoos? Because I've got two of them. Uh, I mean, I've got more than two, but two that mean something to the family. Like on my left arm, I've got a knight that's holding a shield and in the shield is each one of my family members' first initial. Uh, on my right arm is a bull because I'm a Taurus. And uh, the, the the tattoo on the bull. Wait, the is, bull has a tattoo? The, the bull has a tattoo. <laughs> and uh, and it's my wife. So, um, yeah. So, so, uh, so that's what so I So you're have. the bull on your arm is what you're saying. I am. Okay. <laughs> yeah. My tattoo. I mean, so my brother passed away when uh, back in 2015 and. It was the year I got married, and so uh, that year he wrote a letter to me, like for my wedding day. So I pulled like Whoa. his handwriting from the letter and have Whoa. that on my arm. Yeah. Okay, so that's his handwriting. That's his handwriting. Yeah, and then I have also my the zip code of where my mom grew up, which is like why I love country music because it's like Kentucky, and a lot of my favorite artists came from there. So I had her write not the zip code, the area code eight five nine for Kentucky. So okay. I had her write in her handwriting and got that tattooed, which, uh, fun fact, Carly Pierce also has 859 on her arm because she's Hmm. also from that area. Okay, interesting. Yeah, so again, Garth Brooks saying that he got his daughter's dates close to him so this way they could always be there with him. So uh, really cool. You know, if you've got any tattoo like that, you may uh, share with us a story that may inspire somebody else who who probably didn't ever think of getting a tattoo, but like for Garth Brooks' reasons, now you have something that just... For the rest of your life, you could always look at it, and uh, even when and, you're old and wrinkly. Yeah, the, I mean the kids. <laughs> the kids may not look the same, but eight four four two five four nine two three two. Toby and Melissa on K ninety two three, and as tomorrow Thursday approaches, that is what your thirty six week mark, right? Yes, thirty six. So we've already talked to Melissa. We talked to Melissa's mom about being a grandmother for the first time. How about Melissa's husband being a dad for the first time? We'll have that conversation right now with your man. Good morning. How you doing, bro? Yeah, yeah, doing good, doing good. <laughs> How are you, man? How you feeling? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. So, Steve, I, I really appreciate you saying yes to this. Uh, for the audience that may not know, you and I bonded over being fellow drummers. But here you are, bro. You're about to be a dad. We've been fortunate enough. Thank you for loaning us your wife this early in the morning to do these shows where we've been able to be this honest about the baby. Yeah, no doubt. She's been a trooper. Oh my god, like she's been so strong through the pregnancy. Wow. Yeah, man. I mean, uh, you know, to get up at four <laughs> o'clock in the morning is no joke. But that, and I'm just talking about the morning show. I don't know what she has to deal with once she gets home with the dogs, and then once you get home. <laughs> yeah, she takes care of the dog than me. It's it's wild. <laughs> okay, so let's answer a couple things because I want to know as a, as a father to be, are you preparing with things like paternity leave? Uh, yeah. 
so that's a that's a whole thing. My one year anniversary is on the fifteenth, and uh, baby might be coming earlier than that. So there's a little bit of drama there. I don't know if it's if it's going to kick in on time. If I'm going to have to use my PTO and all that stuff. Well, and it's funny. It's funny because a lot of, uh, you know, he's asking his HR team, like, what am I supposed to do? And he's like, they should know this. I'm like, babe, I guarantee you that no one in the history of that company has ever been that close to their one-year anniversary and their paternity leave at the same time. <laughs> so they don't have an answer for you. <laughs> yeah, so there's a little bit of stress coming from there. But uh, ultimately, that's that's really low on, on the stress meter. <laughs> wow. Yeah, okay. Okay. And then, uh, you know, well, th- this whole time, like, what are you expecting your responsibilities to be? Because, uh, I mean, if I tell you straight out, like, there's not really much for us guys to do because the baby wants the mom, the milk, the... Uh, but anyways, what, what do you think <laughs> your responsibilities are going to be? Yeah, I think I'm just going to be Mr. Support, you know, go go run and get this, go run and get that, and just help clean this, clean that while she's going to be hands-on with the baby for most of the time. That's are you going to be anyway. are you going to be okay with me barking off orders like that? Don't don't you already I mean, I deal with that on the regular. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I get an eye roll usually every other time, so at least now are you admitting it to the world that you're just going to do these things? <laughs> Nah, I'm just going to turn quicker so and then still roll my eyes so you don't see them. You heard the way she had to say, are you admitting to the world? <laughs> I have it recorded. <laughs> well, I did want to ask this because I know that this is the first thing that guys, uh, you know, typically were like, oh, man. Uh, but are you responsible for poopy diapers? Uh, no. Not all of them. Not all of them. How did how did we come to this agreement? Not, no, you, you know what's interesting is that people in their cars are listening right now, and they're like, "Hmm, this will be interesting." No, he claims yeah, because no. he has a friend who was giving him the advice. His friend's wife said, "Yeah, he's changed about five diapers out of his two kids." Wow! And Steve looked at me, That's and I was like, goal. "Not happening." <laughs> He set the bar, so I'm going to have to try to see if I can beat that. But, <laughs> Not uh, happening. <laughs> okay, well, I'll, I'll just tell you this. I can do it, like, in a record time. Like, you ever seen those cowboys that they jump off the horse and then they twist up the, the little cow calf, you know, with the, with the, with the rope? <laughs> yeah. And they do it, like, in speed time? That's Obi yeah. changing a diaper. <laughs> yep. All right, well, I'm going to have to take some notes off of you. Okay, so, so let's talk about day of delivery. Day of delivery. Where are you going to be? Um, day of delivery. Um, see, there, there goes another great question because I work 45 minutes away. If it's unplanned and it's just like, hey, we're doing this now, I'm going to be kind of in trouble and scrambling. He's worried. Okay. He's but, worried okay. because of how far away he works and how long it takes to get back to the house with I-4 traffic and then from the house to the hospital. So he's definitely stressing over this part because this isn't the first time he's brought this well, up. And, and sometimes labor. Like, I remember Erica, my wife was in labor for maybe, I mean, you know, 18 hours. Yeah, well, and yeah. he even said, he's like, you know, in movies, it's like, go, 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 get there now. And I was like, I don't know how accurate that is, but you never know. We've not done this before. <laughs> okay, so so like football, where is where's your positioning going to be? <laughs> In the delivery room. Above the head. Uh, under center. <laughs> I love how Melissa really quickly, above the head. <laughs> so what do you think is going to be the hardest thing for your wife? I, I know we keep talking about you, but what do you think is going to be the hardest thing for Melissa that, that you guys have, may, maybe you guys haven't even discussed it yet? Um, I'm not sure. I, I would imagine the lack of sleep. That's what I keep hearing anyway. And, and also when we got our older dog when we first got him as a puppy the first night I was up all night and I the first thing I said to him when we woke up that morning was should we take him back should we take him back so Steve's like you know you can't do that with the baby right even if you're up all night with him I'm like I'll say can we put this thing back I will say that oh man 
So uh, he keeps bringing that up. He's like, you know, you can't return it. <laughs> yeah, the first night with Jace was rough. Feeling all this anxiety and just <laughs> crying through the night. And Melissa was just absolutely miserable. She's like, what is going on? I can't handle this. Put him out in the garage. Or no, I did not him. say that. <laughs> and that was just the first night after that. And it's been eight years now and we still have him. Okay, so... Everything oh is goodness. fine, and I will get over it. But yes, that's what he's basing that that lack of sleep okay. comment off well, of. Well, let's not put but the no, baby in the garage. Let's <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what, man? I'm I'm praying for you guys to have this supernatural patience. Uh, you're gonna need it, man. And and I, I will say this: if you could do this early, Steve, there's something called skin to skin. Or skin on skin. Yeah. I forget how it is, but as soon as that baby is out, man, I, I know it sounds weird, but dude, take that shirt off of yours and put that baby's skin on your skin. The bonding that happens between y'all's DNA, the blood cells, between the both y'all, um, it's, it's, there's nothing else on this planet that can do it like a dad and a mom. So, man, I, I, I love this. I hope you're okay with several more stories as this storyline <laughs> continues. And uh, yeah, man. <laughs> Anything you need from us, we're here. All right, I appreciate he it. He definitely is going to need you to change some diapers. It's, yeah, it's like I told you, record time. <laughs> yeah, record time. I, I, lo- I love that record time thing. I, I, need, to, I need to figure that out. <laughs> K-82-3. It's time, time for the O-Town Showdown. Powered by Appliance Stockade in Merritt Island. All right, so now I've got the both of you on the line. Let's give it up for Angela over in Oviedo. Angela, good morning. Good morning. You'll be going up against Beth over in St. Cloud. Beth, good morning. Woo-hoo. Good morning. All right. So why don't you neighbors say good morning to each other? Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good luck. Love it. Good morning. Love it. All right. Okay. So here's the way the game is played. My beautiful co-host here, Melissa, uh, she's got three questions for you. The questions are not that hard. It's not who's the smartest. It's who's the quickest with their sound that I'm going to ask you for right now. And then, of course, having the right answer. So, Angela, what's your sound when you think you're right? Um, we'll just go beep. Beep. Super easy. Yeah. Okay. Beth of St. Cloud, what about you? Me. Me. All right. You guys be nice and loud, all right? We got a beep and a me. I want to be able to hear you when you think you're right. Here we go with the O-Town Showdown. All right. Clay Walker coming to the Cocoa Riverfront Park on February 11th. We have your tickets if you can get these questions. What creature comes before a butterfly? Beep. Oh, what you got, Angela? Caterpillar. Correct. Ooh, nice. <laughs> Quick with it. All right, that's one for Oviedo, which means St. Cloud needs one to stay in the game. All right, and Tom and Jerry, which animal is Tom? Beep. Oh, that damn. was. I think that yeah. was. That right. was the both of you guys. Sorry. Let, let's be. Let's be fair. Let's do a new question number two. All right. When time changes in March, do we spring forward or backward? Me. Beep. Oh, okay. What you got, Beth? Uh, forward. Hey. Forward is correct. Hey, look at this. One for Oviedo. One for St. Cloud with one question left. Question three. Who are we getting you tickets for right now? Beep. Oh, what's your, that was a beep. So who's Angela? Did you say, um, Angela, oh my what's gosh. Um, I, I, I just... It's, it's at, in Tampa. I, uh, it's in Tampa. You just said it. <laughs> it's not in Tampa. Okay, for the steel, Beth? Clay Walker. Clay Walker, yes, Coco on the opposite side of the state. Coco, Coco, Coco. That's okay. Hey, we all all felt your pain there at the last second. Uh, But there you go, Beth. Congratulations. You're the winner of the O-Town Showdown. 
Thank you. Yeah. So, Angela, we'd love to save you for the future so this way we could play again. And uh, yeah, ladies, come on in here for this ear hug. Mm. Come on. Am I the only Good one job. hugging? Yes. No, I'm just kidding. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, love you guys. All right, thank you for participating in another edition of the O-Town Showdown. K-92-3. Do the right thing. Ooh, okay. So today's is special uh, as this one. I got after seeing it on the internet a couple times, and I was like, man, you know what? You know what? That's that's appropriate. When a story goes viral, I want to talk about those two, okay? Not just the ones that we try to make go viral, but these that are already hitting the nation by storm, like this guy Floyd. Uh, His name is Floyd Shannon. So Floyd Shannon is a Delta flight attendant. And the picture that I saw, that I was like, man, what is is this guy up to? Uh, Floyd is a flight attendant, and he's in the aisle of the seat of a plane, right? And you see him holding the hand of a woman and um, he's sitting down. It's, it's, a, it's a position that you don't really see flight attendants in. Yeah, sitting, sitting with his legs floor. crossed with a cup of coffee in his hand. Yeah, he's <laughs> sitting there in the, in the aisle and everyone's sitting, but he's holding the hand of this passenger who is deathly afraid of flying. So that's why he's going viral is because you had a passenger who ended up boarding the flight and immediately she started to just, just show signs uh, of just being so nervous. She alerted then that this was her first flight and how nervous she was about it. Um, so anyways, uh, he took it upon himself to go ahead and sit with her, hold her hand. The flight was from, I believe it was from Charlotte to yeah, Charlotte the Big to Apple. New York. Yeah, yeah, so to the Big Apple, that that whole flight. Um, he was there to basically explain every bump, every little sound. Uh, there were other passengers that said that she, <laughs> she was like, what was that? And he'd have to explain. Well, that's what this this is the bridge, you know, detaching from the plane. And well, and it says it still got to be too much for her, so I don't know what the outcome was because if she like got off the plane or not. Uh, but yeah, he. I mean, it's not often that you see because my philosophy is like if the flight attendants aren't freaking out then usually everything's fine because they're the ones that are constantly on planes and yeah. know what to listen for. And yeah. uh, so if they're fine, you know, then I'm fine. But I can see like if it's your first flight, you're still just like, nah. <laughs> yeah. You know what, Melissa, that's actually a great point that you bring up that we need to keep an eye on the flight attendants because, you know, whenever you see the movies, when you see the movies and something bad's about to happen, the flight attendants are the first one that they run to their seat and, and they strap yeah. in. Yep. Click, 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 click. They strap in like eight times. Uh, so anyway, so I thought that that was very cool. Floyd Shannon and to the those of you out there who do this as a living, you know, uh, your flight attendants and you have to deal with us as patrons, as clients, some of us who either A, can be in, in moments of depression and we over drink uh, or, or B, uh, just be so unruly just because we, we don't like being in, in a closed environment like that. Thank you for having level heads. Well, and, you know, you can sit down in the aisle and hold the hand of the person or you can just walk up and pass them a little bottle of vodka. You know, that helps too. <laughs> yeah. All right. So this guy, Floyd Dean Shannon from Delta Airlines right there, the Flight attendant that did right, that's doing the right thing. Doing the right thing. Brought to you by Dell Air Heating, Air Conditioning, Plumbing, and Electrical. Doing the right thing. On K92.3. Garth on K92.3, Orlando's number one for new country. A little bit later on, we're going to talk about his tattoo. I, when I say tattoo, I mean his body artwork. Yeah, it's like multiple... It's got to be multiple <laughs> tattoos to take up half his body. Yeah. So, uh, okay. So it's Obi, Melissa, and here, uh, you know, at the end of March, it looks like Netflix is going to try to really hanker down and um, just put a stop to people who are sharing accounts. Now, how they're going to do that, I, I don't know. Uh, there's going to be, you know, a lot of people that are going to be affected by this as I think about my personal my personal life. Well, um, I think, too, it's going to be super easy. It's going to what it's going to be is when you log in somewhere, it's going to log you out somewhere else. 
right. we're only going to be able to be logged in in multiple, like, or, you know, however many spots you're paying for. Yeah. So they just, uh, of course, they've been working on this for a little bit, especially before the pandemic. They've been putting in a lot of different things in different um in different nations around the world. So for instance, in Latin America, they were testing different things. I believe one of the things was uh, if you had a Netflix account and you wanted to share it, it would be like $4 a month, uh, something like that for whoever was going to be on your program. And we aren't sure if it's $4 per device or if it was $4 like just to for the accessibility to share your password. Yeah, well, so here it says that uh, Netflix can tell when people log in from outside the household IP address. Okay, that makes sense because like I have where my TV, we have streaming with some certain channels okay. and it knows when I'm in those same Wi-Fi. So I get more channels when I'm at home than if I was somewhere else. So it knows I'm at home. Okay. So that makes sense. Okay. Is any, Are you sharing your Netflix with anybody right now? I'm not. That, you're not? No. Okay. I'm, I'm admitting to, uh, I'm, I'm willing to admit. So, okay. Uh, my parents are using our Netflix account, I think. I think uh, Erica's parents are using the Netflix account. So here's- Each one of our devices that the kids have well, and if all you're has in, Netflix. If you're in the house, then the kids will be fine on their devices. Right. It sounds like it. Um, but here's the thing is, are you going to have the parents now- chip in whatever the the cost is for price sharing uh, because they're the ones that's really going to lose out it's not you like you're, you're like hey i'm either upgrading or i'm not well yeah well and you know if you continue to share i mean who knows how they're going to do this where maybe you have to sign in okay so for instance here at work now that we've got some new security parameters we have to sign into our computer right and so signing into our computer also sends a text to our phone uh-huh so they may do that with Netflix too, that as soon as you sign into your Netflix, it sends a text to your phone to verify that it's you. And yeah, then- but if you're sharing a password, you're going to verify and just tell the person what the code is. But here's, <laughs> here's my problem is I'm paying for this account. If I go to an Airbnb and I want to log into my account, I'm on vacation and I can't watch without paying an extra $4 or however much it is. Like it's my account. Well, you know what I mean? Yeah, you know, and you bring up a good point. How many times have I logged in at an Airbnb in a different state and I forgot to log out? <laughs> See that? I don't do. I've, I've actually been like leaving and I'm like, wait, I got to turn around and go log out because no one's getting my account. <laughs> when it's a wonder, I get, I sign into Netflix. I'm like, I, I never watched the series. Yeah. I'm not into the series. I Who was watching this? I feel like if I'm paying for my account, I should be able to watch it wherever I want to watch it without having to pay extra to watch it outside of my household. Okay. Okay, well, there's no doubt about it that Netflix has been losing crazy amounts of money. And there's no doubt about it that when they do implement this at the end of March, some of us are going to be mad. Uh, There'll be other people who were never Netflix family anyways that are going to be like, well, this is ridiculous to have to pay for this. Well, and you say they may be losing a lot of money on this, but they're also making a lot of money just in general. I mean, they are. They are. So, so Okay, so if, if you're sharing any of those, you know, you don't even have to be specific and tell me that it's your Netflix. Like, if you're sharing your Amazon Prime, uh, any of those, you know, it, it does go, I hate to say this because everybody is in the business of making money, right? These businesses, these brands. But man, it does help the personal uh, the personal life out a lot. So if you're doing it, 844-254-9232 and you don't mind talking about it, we're chiming about that right now. K92.3. From backstage to the front page, it's All Access. All right, so Melissa's got us covered with the All Access today. Yes, and this weekend we should find out which two teams will be playing in the Super Bowl. Obi, here's a quiz. 
What is LVII? What is the number? LVII. Oh no, Roman numerals. Yeah. I, uh, I I don't I don't even know what the L is. What is that like? I think it's, no, I think it's fifty. Oh, so I think it's fifty-five, fifty-seven, maybe. Uh, well, I'm just gonna go with kids, it. Kids, pay attention in school. <laughs> uh, but the Super Bowl is happening on the 12th of February. 6.30 is when it kicks off, and right before 6.30 um, is when Chris Stapleton will be doing the national anthem. Yeah, that's no joke, man. The national anthem. That's something that a lot of artists they they choke when they start thinking about it. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure that every single, not every time, but most of the time, Super Bowl national anthems are sung by country artists. And I don't know if that's the Super Bowl's way of going, you guys are never getting a halftime performance. Um, But the last time we had a country halftime performance was 2003. It was Shania Twain. And I'm pretty sure she also had other artists on stage with her that weren't country. So, I mean, we'll see. Maybe one day. But, yeah, Chris Stapleton going to nail it. He'll be here uh, also at Raymond James with George Strait coming up later this year. Yeah, I do want to throw this in there, though, just because I think the halftime performers, I think they have to pay to play. So I don't think it's something that the NFL, like, says, oh, my God, we want uh, we want Luke Bryan. To, I mean, they do want Luke Bryan, but they want him to pay to play the halftime. So that's why the, a lot of artists are like, I'm not paying for that. Eh. Will maybe country yeah country artist maybe I don't know who knows uh, so let's move on to Blake Shelton who is uh, we all know going to be doing his last season of The Voice season twenty three kicks off uh, March sixth and he says the one thing from the show he wants to take as a keepsake and he said when he asked for it the show is probably going to go you've gotten a lot of money is that not enough um, but he says he wants his chair the chair that he has turned around in for twenty two seasons the only judge that has not like switched out with another celebrity yeah he's been solid the entire 22 seasons he wants his chair and he says I don't know if they're going to offer it or not but I feel that they owe me my damn chair. Man his, <laughs> his butt's already molded into that cushion. Yeah and so he says he's willing to pay for it um, but, and he also got to think too like that's where he met his wife so he probably has like you know some sentimental attachment to something on the <laughs> where show. You, where do you put that thing on, in your ranch in Oklahoma though right? <laughs> like, he probably has like a, a nostalgia room that's got awards <laughs> yeah. and all that stuff in it uh, but yeah so that March 6th uh, the kickoff of season 23 the last Last season, Blake Shelton will be on, and I know there's a lot of people saying that they probably won't watch once he leaves because the show won't be the same, but you never know who they're going to get to replace him. Um, Also, let's move on to Willie Nelson because he is playing the Florida Strawberry Festival coming up in March, and he is turning 90, and we just talked about him being on, which I think is a Super Bowl commercial, the Bic Lighter with Snoop Dogg and Martha Stewart. Yeah. Him and Snoop Dogg must be real close. They got some extracurriculars in common. Because, they got the same dealer. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, because April 29th and 30th, Willie Nelson is throwing this huge two-day big birthday bash for himself with an insane lineup. It's country artists. It's uh, other artists like Snoop Dogg, Ziggy Marley, uh, the Lumineers. He's also got uh, Chris Stapleton, Casey Musgraves, Miranda Lambert, Golly. the Chicks. I mean, there are so many artists, and there's more to be announced. So it's like all of these artists coming together to celebrate somebody who's been an icon in, in, in music in general for yeah. so long. Well, and that's cool because before that happens, he'll be here at the Strawberry Festival and we'll have your tickets. Yeah, so um, Willie Nelson, this th- festival is happening in LA. So it is going to be a trip if you want to go to it. But the full lineup, uh, the Chris Stapleton Super Bowl National Anthem, all of that stuff, Kid92.3Orlando.com. K92.3. Two people, one date, zero texts returned. Second date update. Brought to you by attorney Dan Newland. In a wreck, need a check, Google Dan Newland. Talking to Scott out in Altamont, who took his date out to an Orlando Magic game. Uh, give me some more details about your night. Yeah, I mean, I thought we had a good time, you know. It was like, <laughs> we did it up. Beers, food, yeah, and that's, that's not cheap. And, and who paid? 
Oh, well, I paid, of course. Oh, wow, so, okay. You know, we said, let's do this again. All of that said, like, it was worth it. You know, again, she said, let's do this again. So that, to me, means let's do this again, you know? Okay, well, I appreciate you sharing with me Janine's number. I'm going to try to get a hold of her, talk to her first, and then introduce you into the conversation. Okay, sounds cool. good. Hello? Uh, yes, was looking to speak to Janine, please. Uh, this is Janine. Hey, Janine. My name's Obi. So I work for the legendary station here in town, K92.3. On the radio, we do a little something called the second date update. I don't know if you're familiar oh, with uh, it. Yeah, the, the, like the radio station, right? The radio show? Yes, yes. So second date update. This is where okay. we try to... Oh, okay, so so you went on a date, Janine, with a guy named Scott, and I'm just trying to pair you two back up again. Oh, my gosh. And I'm going to pay for it, too. Okay. Like, I heard you guys went to go see a basketball game and... Oh, man. Uh, this is weird. Um... Janine, if you're not interested in Scott, that's okay, too. I've got no dog in this fight except to try to get you guys out on another date. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, we did. We did go to a basketball game. It, we had a good time together. He bought the tickets and, like, bought all the snacks, beers. Did he have too much to drink? What? No. No, no, no. Uh-uh. So it was one of those ones where they have the, like, kiss cam that comes on. Yeah. You know, and it goes to different people, and they kiss, and everybody, like, cheers. Yeah. So the kiss cam comes on to us, and there we are. We're, like, on the big screens in front of everybody. Everybody's watching. I look at him, and I kind of make these, like, flirty eyes. I was game. You know, everybody's watching, and it's silly, and, I don't know, it's kind of romantic, and we were getting along, and he would not kiss me. On the kiss cam? Just like, yes. And it was so embarrassing. Everybody's watching. Like, even the audience starts chanting, like, kiss her, kiss her. The audience did that? And he wouldn't. Yes. <laughs> you know, stayed on us for so long. You know, I, want, I wonder, though, Janine, like, I know some guys, like, they like the idea of the first kiss to be under circumstances that they control. I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I, I would have kissed you. Yeah, but, but you can't. Well, thank you, thank you. I don't know. It it was just it was super embarrassing for me, and oh, it um. made me feel like he had something to hide, or he wasn't interested at all. Yeah, it was embarrassing for me. It hurt my feelings. Um. Okay. Okay. So why don't we do this? I, I'm not in the business of hurting anybody's feelings. I want I want to bring Scott on the line. He had a chance to hear all this. Oh. Now all of us can talk about this. Oh my gosh, I totally forgot. Yeah, That's but now we can talk about it. Scott? Oh. Janine, Janine, come on. It was our first date. Uh, and I don't know you that well. You don't know me. I didn't want to be disrespectful. Um, we're not dating all of a sudden. We're like putting our relationship that's like two hours old on blast on a jumbotron. Like, that's why I didn't do it. But a kiss, one little kiss is not a relationship. Like one kiss. No, it's is, not a relationship. But it's also us on a jumbotron like two hours after we met. And I don't know what your comfort level is. I didn't want to assume that. Yeah, like, you know, is me kissing you without us like even having a relationship better than the embarrassment? Like, I didn't think so. But like, I don't know. I just feel like you could see that I was game. Like, I was giving you these flirty eyes and, like, come on. Like, 
You could see that I was comfortable. I thought your eyes. I thought your eyes were like, "Please let this end. Please let this end." Like oh. you were looking at me, like, "Oh, this is so brutal," you know. And that's what I was picking up. Oh my gosh! Okay, no, so, that wasn't it at all. Okay, so so wait a minute. So Scott, you would have kissed her on the kiss cam if you guys knew each other longer. Yeah, I mean, we're not date. Like, obviously, you're you're a great girl. Like, we have a really good time together. But 20,000 people, I, I, we're not in a relationship. I don't want everybody in the arena to think so for both of us, you know? But oh, is wow. that like, are you embarrassed? Would you be embarrassed to be in a relationship with me no. if 20,000 people <laughs> thought that? Like, is that why you didn't hit me? That's not fair. That's not what I was saying. I'm just saying, like, you got to consider, like, we're in public. It's 20,000 people. I don't know who else I know is there. All of a sudden, I'm kissing some girl right. that they don't so, know. Like, I know. Like, do you just, have... Right. So do you have something to hide? Like, are you dating somebody else? Like if somebody you knew was there and saw it, would you, is that why you didn't want to kiss me? Okay. So before this starts to get out of control, I just want to pay for you guys to go on a second date. Why don't we do this someplace that's a little more private? Not, I mean, I get it. The kiss cam. I mean, that's a, that's a big commitment in front of a lot of people. Yeah. That's the way I looked at it. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, it so let me pay for a second date. Sexy. This time you guys just hit like a small coffee shop, just the two of you at a table. Yeah. You down, Scott? To be honest, Janine, you don't sound thrilled about it, but I do think you're cool. Obviously, I do like you because I went to these lengths, so I'm I'm sorry to hear that that was as embarrassing as it was for you. I didn't mean for that. Uh, so maybe let's just clean slate it and meet up for coffee. I love it. Let me pay for it. Janine, all I all need right. is a yes. Yes, yes. Okay, nice. Oh, man, so good. Second date update. Did you miss it? Catch the latest drama on the K-82-3 app. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.